calling Hello. him out like that, huh? Welcome back to Tuesday Night Gaming. Hello. Hello, Rancor friends. Origin Story Edition. Hello, all my wonderful friends out there. All my okay. needed to know. Matt. All my grateful, glorious viewers. Zach. And listeners. And Alana. And today we're talking about the Bad Batch Episode 5. Also Rob. Rob's here too. <laughs> the biggest Bad Batch fan of all. And I'm playing on Alana's sweet computer. So it is sweet. It's exciting. Okay, so the beginning is we have the well, boys. Rampage. This episode is called Rampage, episode five. That's right. And the beginning is the boys giving Omega a com link. Which makes total sense when you think about it, since she gets separated from them so much they have to find her. It does it makes complete sense? Yeah, she feels like one of the gang. Well she is. Why no one help me? She's a dairy girl now. Did you guys notice that she her outfit was like the same colors as the Bad Batch? No. Yeah, she's starting to uh, mimic. I did not notice that. Just I like guess it's the not a costume, but you know what I mean. Yeah, she's slowly darkening them. She doesn't Just want like to her dolly. Up. She's becoming yeah. evil. She's becoming <laughs> hard. Hard at like the road. Yeah, the road like life. Freezer. Yeah. So she like plays with the comm link. I like that. And then they say yeah. they're gonna go meet the shadow broker named Sid, who who will tell them information that they need to know about this bounty hunter. Even though, as the audience, we already know that she's Fen Fenric. Well, not all the audience. Only those of us that watched the Mando. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Those of us who are in the know. Yeah. Uh, I also it like how the Gonk Droid was still around. You, you see it in this part. Yeah, well, I mean, they're not going to just jettison a Gonktroid. The Gonktroid is part of the ship. His name's Gonky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they also had to go to Ord Mantell, which yes. I always thought it was Ord Mandel, but I guess I'm dumb. Maybe it's two different places. No, it's not. It's not? Nope, it's Ord Mandel. With a T. With a D? I thought it was T. with a D. T. I always with it was a, yeah, that's what I'm saying, is I always thought it was with a D. No, it's mm -hmm. with a T. That bounty okay. hunter we picked up on Orn Mandel. My little maneuver at the Battle of Tanab. Yeah. We go to, we're going to Dantooine. Dantooine. <laughs> you can blame Harrison Ford's pronunciation, not me. Uh, okay, so the Bad Batch are on their way, and they go to an alien casino, which we have not seen before or since. Place call, it's, like kind of like, it's like a crappy casino, but yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, all the casinos there casino. are kind of crappy. No way, that what one. Is it? In... What about the one in Last Jedi? Can't go bite. Believe you made me <laughs> reference it, but it's but I had to. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was fancy pants. What was the name of that place? Can't bite. Can't bite. Yes, thank you. Yeah, that was very fancy. Very fancy casino. Mm -hmm. And uh, I. And it's kind of, again, Echo's kind of funny where he's like, oh yeah, I have a contact Sid. I've never actually met him. And they're all like, don't you think you could have mentioned that earlier? <laughs> oh, Echo. And he's like, the Jedi use them all the time, but the Jedi are dead, so every decision they made must have therefore been a bad one. Oh, the Jedi. Yeah, so they're asking around, and Omega's the only one who could figure out who Sid is, as usual. Well, I mean, it wasn't very hard. Yeah, but it's something that I noticed that they seem to do a lot in this series is they make Omega look good by making the rest of the Bad Batch look like dumb. Yep, I agree. Yeah. Well, it's also that, I mean, Omega has an ability, to, like a skill of reading people, right? So like she under, like she can kind of sort of... Yeah, she can read Sid and be able to tell that Sid's a liar, big fat liar. But, like, she has the uncanny ability to understand the situation and understand, like, like with uh, the, uh, what's the lizard thing the, that ate the battery? Gosh, I'm blanking. I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, though, I know what you're talking about. 
Oh God, I feel. I need to turn in my Star Wars card. I can't remember off the top. Oh my god! I wrote down the best line of the episode, which is they were talking. They were talking to Sid about you know, trying to figure out who she is and what's going on. And Sid says, "What are you, fresh out of the tube?" Oh yeah, that was a great line. She also is like, "I do something for you. You do something for me. That's how this whole mercenary thing works." They're like mercenaries. <laughs> we're not mercenaries. We're, not we're mercenaries. And she's like, "Yeah, you are, kid." <laughs> Welcome to the real world, she said to me, condescendingly. What? Is that from a Bo Burnham song? It's from a classic early thousands song. <laughs> Take your time. Jane knows it. All right. Uh, yeah, that was a good line. Although it seems kind of, like, derogatory. Uh, yeah. yeah, of course. They are clones. I mean, they're, so like, like yeah, you're kind of machines. Teaching, like, hey, kids, Star Wars, judge people. <laughs> sold people to their faces based on their lineage and how they were born. Well, she yeah. is a morally gray character. She's not supposed to be a role model. I guess that's true. Or is she? <laughs> no, I'm going to say no. <laughs> Ooh, Maybe she is. Pops. You don't know that. I think, I'm going to say she's not. But anyway, um, but this part reminded me a lot of The Mandalorian. How they need information. And the only way to get it is by doing a fetch quest. Well, I mean, that's pretty much all of Star Wars outside of the Jedi. And even the Jedi had that same issue where they constantly had to help out with things just to get key pieces of information. how the world works. It's how the whole mercenary thing works. You scratch scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. (laughs) Um, it, It also was a lot like burn notice, I thought. Yeah, I'm going to partially disagree with what Jay says. It's the Mando part is the is information specifically. Like, yeah, the characters needed stuff, but they usually needed to repair the Falcon rather than information about whatever. But it's, I don't really want to argue about it. Yeah, it is. It's like it's more like the Man- It's more like Mandalorian. I thought it is. I mean, they're they're clones too, and they're Mandalorians. I don't think Luke Skywalker would have been like, "I need Han Solo back," and Han- and John would have been like, "I will give you Han Solo back, but you have to go do some other random thing for me first. That one really. Uh, I don't. Okay. I mean, uh, let's not argue about it. Known to do that a lot. Okay. Mm. All right. Moving on here. So, Wrecker's head is getting worse, or at least it hasn't improved. He once again, yeah, he once again has a headache. So that again is kind of kind. They're once again laying the groundwork, taking it real slow. uh, for that. Mm-hmm. Which I appreciate because they're being patient, and they fly into. Oh yeah, they have to find Moochie. Yeah. I've... Oh, did you guys notice? Do you guys notice that part where they give uh, Omega her comm device? Right. She's like, "Thanks for it," and they're like, "Oh yeah, it was extra because it was crosshairs." Yeah. Crosshairs. Crosshair. <laughs> crosshair. An apostrophe. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, where is Crosshair? I thought he was going to be like one of those villains that shows up every episode, like Zuko so. in Avatar: The Last Airbender. Much as that would have been nice. Well, I mean, he's too busy training the new recruits. Yeah, hmm. I guess so. Yeah, missions. He has to be educating, making them do push-ups. I would have liked to have seen more of him. I agree. I'm sure we're going to see him. I'm sure we're going to suddenly see him like towards the end, where suddenly there him and a whole platoon are like. On the bad patch of butt the whole time, and we're gonna find out like he's they're gonna run amok with Frenic and then blah 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 blah. It should be <laughs> wonderful and exciting and all the good things about Star Wars that I love. So they go in to rescue to rescue the kids, and they pretty much get immediately get captured by the cat the cat people. Yeah, well, one quick thing to say before that is I like when they were scouting it, and two of them have binoculars, and Omega has binoculars too. It reminded me of the Spider-Man meme where uh, Peter's thinking and Miles is looking at him. Uh, yeah, from Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. But yeah, they I, get... I like... What's up? Yeah, so that part, they're like, okay, we're going to do a smash and grab. You know, plan made. And he's like, go back to the ship. I was like, why didn't they just leave her there to like, like be a spy, like a scout for them? Well, it, yeah. Because it they was already little... had Echo up top. 
it was a little cool. weird that they let her come out of the ship and look at the slavers and then be like, okay, now you got to go back. It's kind of like right. expecting the slavers to all be like nice guys with pop guns, <laughs> which case they could have just brought Echo all, or Omega all the way. Mm-hmm. They want her to stretch her legs. She's a growing, growing <laughs> clone. She's got to move about, get some exercise. Well, And more to the point, she's part of the team and she goes where they go, whether they like it or not. But I was a little disappointed that we didn't get to see the the Bad Batch be a bunch of badasses against these piece of shit slavers. Well, well we kind of do. We kind of do. Wrecker gets his wharf comeuppance moment when he fights, right. uh, you know, Moochie later. But we'll get to that. Um, I th- I had a missed. I had an opportunity. I thought there was kind of a missed opportunity. Uh, so there's a part where they're talking to Omega Omega about uh what slaves are because. She has a 12th level intellect, but she doesn't know what slaves are. Uh, and, She's never uh, had to deal with She's them. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just kidding. And also, I'm not going to... Okay. Gee, where'd you throw that grenade? Anyway, and... Uh, uh, I was trying to throw it into their back line. <laughs> anyway, and she's like, and they're like, slaves are people that are forced to work for somebody against their will. And she's like, wow, that's awful. And I thought they were going to be like, yeah, it's kind of like clones. <laughs> but then they don't get into it. Yeah. yeah well, clones get money. They get a Bunk bed. Yeah, but they don't really have like freedom. They can't just be like, you know what? I want to be a farmer. I want to go. Like, I want to okay. go. Want to go marry a Twilight and have half breed Twilight babies. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I absolutely Behind see where you're coming us, from. That. Careful. Oops. They they definitely there's definitely a parallel there between the clones and and slaves. Yeah. But they didn't want to get into it. I for some reason they didn't feel the need to get into it. I don't know why, but it's a heavy topic for a kids show, regardless. Yeah. Well, it's weird because, like, the I guess they're kind of used to clones being like good guys. So they're mm-hmm. like, "Hey, kids, your favorite characters are all slaves." <laughs> I guess is the idea. I guess that's what's, what's kind of what they want to avoid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they all get captured, and o- Omega Rest saves the day, as she always does, with her, her help of Gor- of Gronky. Gronky. Gronky, the Gronk droid. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh Gonky. Oh Gonky. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. I like the yeah. Gronk droid. Uh, so she gets. So she she lets out Mookie, the rancor, the the baby rancor. Yeah, she yeah. does some sneakies, sneaky sneaks. Who was very cute. Very cute little rancor. She was yeah. so small. Old and busted. busted. Huh? Yeah. I think it's a she. Baby rancor. Baby Yoda is old and busted. Baby rancor is where where it's at. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, about the Rancor. I guess this is sort of skipping ahead. I wish that they had had the Rancor trainer guy who cries in Return of the Jedi instead of Bib Fortuna. Yeah, That's a name, but yeah, I forget his name. Sure, of course, he has a name, but like, <laughs> like the pine trees winding the winding road. <laughs> He's got a name. He's, He's got, got a name. A name. <laughs> anyway, I thought that guy would have been better because I was like, oh, the Rancor guy. Bib Fortuna, he, he no. already had his cameo as Fat Bib Fortuna on The Mandalorian. <laughs> he, wait, was he in fat, the, the part with Fat Bib Fortuna? Yeah, at the end of uh, Mandalorian. No, no but, just Bib, but Bib the Fortuna. The Rancor handler was there? No, no, no. Bib Fortuna has already made his cameo, so it's time for someone new. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Maybe it was Bib Fortuna being redeemed after being the fat Bib Fortuna and uh, <laughs> Book of Boba no, Fett. Justice for Bib. We need CJ. <laughs> He's completely there is justice for Bib. I mean, sort uh, of. He doesn't really do much besides continue to be Jabba's No, he, he's like the Rancor handler. He's like got the Apparently. Rancor touch. I would have liked to see yeah. a touching scene where Mookie meets the Rancor handler. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, you're my there. baby. He still, he might, still might show up. Have hope. So, also, does this mean that, like, the Rancor is actually kind of a good person, and we should feel bad that Luke kills it? I, I mean, think the idea, I think the Rancor has always been, like, an uh, like an animal. Yeah. It's, been, uh-huh. it's kind of like the space slug, right? Like, do you feel bad for the space slug? Like, it didn't get to eat. It's, it's just an animal. Hungry. It's just an animal. <laughs> you know? How, yeah, what does that space slug eat? How does its digestion work? It's huge. <laughs> How many calories per day is that thing need? All good Star Wars makes no sense. Nope. <laughs> oh, I've been on mute. Uh, yeah, the Rancor is a bad explain. It's uh, just bad trainers. It was trained or, to be aggressive, yeah. I mean, trained to be, you know, a murder machine for Java. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like a it's like a bear. 
Or a tiger. Oh my. Yeah, yeah you can train it to be, to be bad. Yeah. So. so we think Luke should have uh, kind of done some force, force yeah, Luke powers. Should have, Luke should have done a peaceful negotiation strategy with it. Yeah. Well, to be fair, Luke did try to not be like well, hyper-aggressive. He tried to escape without hurting. He didn't yet. have any weapons. I thought he just he tried like, to be uh, escaping no is easier no than killing it. Yeah. Or he I, was trying to be nice and be uh, until like he had no choice. Mm-hmm. I admit that this episode was a total like Tales from Java's Palace, where it really did not need to be told <laughs> where it's the red also, came from. I also feel like it didn't hurt. I don't feel mm-hmm. like it really hurt. I wasn't like, oh, they need, you know, I wasn't, I'm not mad about it. I don't like, know. Right. I didn't need to know where the Rancor came from. Neither did I, but it doesn't hurt. <laughs> I don't, I'm not, they didn't ruin the Rancor's character. <laughs> or anything. Other than, oh, I'm Han. Justice for the Rancor. <laughs> I don't have one. Gag. Stupid prequels. Ruin yeah. another character. I mean, admittedly, this doesn't really tell us where it came from either. It's more like the Bad Batch contributed to the story that we know and love, which I guess is the point of all of these shows. And also, they gave it a, they gave the Rancor a name, and it wasn't like a particularly cool, badass name. So I don't yeah. know. Somebody might be, somebody awesome. somewhere might be mad about that. Not me, but it's somebody. an awesome name. How dare you? <laughs> it also yeah, it course. also could be like the Rancor's mom. We don't know if it's the same Rancor. We don't yeah, know what their uh, lifespan is. How long they live? I think it's supposed to be the same Rancor, though. I think that's pr- pretty clearly what they're going for. Yeah. Also, yeah. the whole Rancor reveal didn't make a ton of sense to me. Why? I'm trying to remember, like, what exactly the issue with it was. They do mention, like, hey, why didn't you tell us that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they're like, why didn't you tell us that it was a Rancor? And she's like, well, I trust well, I you could figure you it out. But then, like, her whole plan revolves around them succeeding. So, like, why is she sabotaging them? She, I don't get what she was doing either. She's just like, like, you know, Jabba's threatening her. And she's like, it's fine. I've got my best men on it. Like, you met these people, like, two seconds ago. I think that was, like, this a joke. A I, or, or she was, like, li- was she lying? It's a trope. It's a 100% I mean, I it's a trope. A trope. No, I understand it's a trope. It I just sense. don't understand. Did she want them to succeed or not? Well, you have to, under- <laughs> you have to consider that she probably has multiple marks on the pay. So if they, she probably had other people fail and she sent right. this group, group to test them, she knows she's probably, she knows she's going to have something on, on them. So why not test how good they are to see what kind of job set she can send them on? Because I got the impression that Bib Fortuna was like showing up that day and he wasn't going to take no for an answer. Eh, Bib has no real power. Like he's like, where's my rancor? Yeah, he's not very intimidating. <laughs> yeah, she would have just shoot him away. Probably had another Merc would be like, ah, ah, ah. it would have been fine. <laughs> I thought it was cool. I mean, she's a Trandoshan, by the way. Yep. I, I dug what it. What are those? Those, like Bosk, the like lizard creatures. Uh... She's just out of shape compared to Bosk. Oh, yeah. Um, How yeah. dare. Maybe Bosk is the one who's out of shape. <laughs> Bosk is a male, so he's taller, stronger. Wait, oh, hey, cut the stream! Cut the stream! It's just nature. Ends. It's wow, just nature. Wow, wow. End the podcast. We're done. Okay, so okay. moving on. I like the part where a Zygarian gets knocked off the tower, presumably to his death, because it's like sixty feet in the air. Do you guys okay. remember this? You yeah. did you find it funny? Do you? Are you I found it funny, humor, it, like fall humor? I found it funny, not in like the ha-ha sense, but it's like that it's a children's cartoon and that guy yeah. definitely died. I suppose well, to everyone fall- else where it's a little bit ambiguous. Falling off of a tower seems mild compared to what's his name? Cutting down, cross crosshair, gunning down innocent civilians, not innocent civilians, but unarmed prisoners. That's true. So, yeah. So yeah. I guess it's a step down from there or up, depending on your perspective. So anyway, uh, and then we get Hunter fighting the head slaver who gave them a big speech before. Do you remember this? He's like, yeah, I remember the monologue. It was pretty awesome. It was a pretty awesome villain monologue for uh, this random dude. (laughs) And he said something about, like, we will liberate our homeland or something like that. He was, you know, like, he gave all this backstory and motivation. Yeah, he's like, the Republic doesn't own me. I can own slaves if I want to. 
Yeah, and he's also he's like he's you know I I didn't really listen to most of it because it was kind of in the background, but he kept talking. He's like blah blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. Our time yeah. has come. You will you will serve the new Zygarian Republic or whatever. I don't know. From yeah. now on, you will service us. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. So what do I have next? So yeah. Then, so they free the, the, rancor, the rancor. There's a big fight. Fight, 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 fight. Everybody's fighting, and uh, uh, eventually they are able to separate the rancor from everybody else. And then Wrecker is like, "I'm going to tame it by apparently like wrestling it." Yeah. He so said, yeah. You know, hunters, hunter. Somebody says him. Probably Tech is like, he's like Wrecker. Rancors are you know tribal. You got to be the alpha. And Wrecker's like, okay. <laughs> so they start fight. So he starts fighting. And uh, it, it's good that he won this fight because he had a wharf moment earlier where he was like fighting somebody and got knocked out. So, so yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and I I also like the part where they're like punching each other, and they're like they're both so tired and they can't they can't stop the fight anymore. Like they can barely hold their arms up, but they keep fighting. Yeah, yeah it wasn't was really adorable. clear what was going on in that part. <laughs> it was clear to me. Yeah, I ain't no yeah. dummy, honey. <laughs> And they and uh, what's it? Uh, Echo, who was like, yeah, he's he's losing it, he's losing it. <laughs> yeah, he can't he, keep up. Yeah, he's out like, of shape. Like he's out of shape. <laughs> so sad. Why you gotta judge him like that? <laughs> Were we judging like that? Oh, Judge Wrecker for almost losing to a Rancor. I for almost losing to Rancor. I judge him because earlier he like. He did like another like got knocked out immediately in some other fight, and no, I don't remember which one. Speaking of really fights? cute moments, did you guys notice when Wrecker and Omega high five at the beginning? I did episode? notice that. Yeah, it was cute. they're it was having great moments together. Yeah. It's too bad. It's too bad when his uh, inhibitor chip kicks back in and he murders all of them. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the that's be about. fine. Yes, explanation. Be... Omega will figure out how to get rid of it. <laughs> Tech well, not, not tech. No, yeah, Omega. Omega. No, With Echo. The no, he's figured it all out. Um. All right. So then, yeah. So they bring Mookie back, and Bib Fortuna appears. And I like, I like how, I like how Bib Fortuna speaks in the alien languages. Hatties, um, hatties, or whatever. I feel like a lot of modern Star Wars has they haven't committed to that the way they used to. That was good. Mm-hmm. I like how he talked to Mookie a lot. So he's like, it's like they knew each other. If you get, the, you get the feeling like Mookie was like kidnapped from Jabba's palace, and then yeah, Bib is like yeah. happy to get her get it back. I'm yep. pretty sure that's what happened, or during transport. We're gonna yeah. have to wait for another cartoon to find out. Fill in the, the Mookie Chronicles coming this fall to Disney <laughs> I'd Plus. I'd watch it. I'd buy a <laughs> Mookie plush. Yeah, <laughs> let's go, Son of Rainer. Yeah, I was surprised at this part that the Bad Batch actually gets paid. I know, right? I was expecting like a Firefly ending where she's like, "No," <laughs> she, where she's like, <laughs> "I give you pay. your information. That's a that's not enough." Yeah, but no, they do. It, yeah, that, yeah, I also thought it was nice that she was willing to split the bounty with them. Well, she, they gave her like they gave him like a third. Yeah, but splitting it at it. all because she's gonna get <laughs> the information. She did all the work. Those were the terms. Somebody capped the yeah. point, guys. Come on. Stop it! I'm killing them all. It's fine. She said 70, yeah, 30, you. that's, Somebody. that's she gave I'm saying you guys cap it, because I'm killing them. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, yeah she, did, she did all the finding. That's a good finder's fee. I a finder's fee. A finder's fee should be 30%, and they should have gotten a 7. And then we end with some clear, pretty obvious foreshadowing, where she's like, somebody, somebody in your crew must be really valuable to have the price that high. Wa- Wink. I like money. <laughs> so what that scene is, it's all stuff we already knew. We aren't, well, okay, unless we didn't watch The Mandalorian, fair enough. No, we don't yeah. know that Sid, we don't, we don't necessarily think that Sid is going to betray them. Somebody's on, on point. point. Somebody's on point. Yep. It's not quite clear that she's like that evilly self-interested. Yeah. Well, she's pretty self-interested, but yeah. she didn't seem like a straight-up bad guy. It would be nice if there was one guy they could trust in this whole freaking galaxy. One person. Galaxy's a hard place, Omega. I guess you're exactly like Omega, learning how, learning the harsh truth about this awful place. Wow, dirt. This is so fascinating. <laughs> huh? I've never seen dirt before. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> dirt. Rika. 
do more of her voice. Yeah, I thought the episode whole was pretty good. I, I, I like the baby Rancor. It was a good reveal. I liked that they were wearing their helmets. Sometimes. They kept taking them off. Well, Just yeah, like yeah. Uh, Poe... Who, who kept taking off the helmet? Kylo Ren. That from? Hmm? Kylo Ren. Yeah, Kylo Ren. That's it. Yeah, because of the money face. The, the swoon face. Adam Driver's face. Ben, ben Swallow face. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I thought the episode in the whole was, was another, another was perfectly fine. fine episode of The Bad Batch. More Ooh. misadventures on the galaxy's edge. Nice work, guys. Get. Telling us things oh, we already know oh, about. Omega, Omega picks up a piece of loot on the ground like she's in an RPG and puts and equips it. But she doesn't know how to use it. Oh, the gun. Yeah, I was uh, the, yeah. The, the crossbow or whatever. Yeah, I, I saw that too. That was funny. <laughs> I wonder. I thought they were gonna make her like give it back or whatever. But again, it never. I know, right? Never. Hope it's her main weapon from now on. Yeah. <laughs> she like she like crossbows a guy in the throat. <laughs> that is something that I liked about the Star Wars expanded universe that they had all these weird weapons, like laser nets and hidden dart guns that are in people's leaves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, All the fun stuff. Good times. So if we're talking about if we're done talking about the bad batch, there's something else I wanted to mention. I today. did appreciate the anybody else? Yeah, go ahead, Jay. Uh, I was gonna say talking about weapons. Uh I like the fact that they had an electro whip on top of uh the electro uh uh-huh. arrows. You mean the so, vibro whip? Isn't that what they call in Star Wars? It depends. Uh okay. there's different mm-hmm. kinds. That seemed more like an electro whip than anything. But okay. I could be wrong. I will Some kind too. of whip, yeah. Not yet. Yeah, that was from the old expanded universe, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, all that stuff. Fibro axe. That's what the guys have in Jabba's Palace, the guards. That's what they carry. Yeah, most uh, most mercs carried vibro blades of some sort hmm. to get through armor. Yeah. Uh, That's yeah, it, like butter. It was a perfectly fine episode of The Bad Batch. Yep, Omega wasn't too we... annoying. It was kind of funny <laughs> to get the Rancor's backstory. Even though you know, you can't really enjoy it because you know that Mookie needs a tragic end. Right. Yeah. Yes. Stupid Jedi. He's no I like, Jedi. I, I like yeah, the... Uh, him, he's no Jedi. Yeah, I like uh, how uh, Sid is like, yeah, I used to have a good thing with the Jedi, and now they're all gone. And then you see that you know a Jedi comes back and uh, kills Mookie, and it's like, oh, the circle is complete. <laughs> yeah. Also, I uh, I appreciate them using Sid with a C. Oh, like how could anyone know that? Like Elsa, you watch with captions. Yeah, from uh, from Civilization. Said like from Toy Story? No, like no. Final Fantasy. Oh, no, 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 like like Sid from uh, the Spanish guy. What? El Sid. That's how he spells. Yeah, the man. Conqueror. Yeah. Ooh, there's a snipe. Snipe. Oh my gosh. I'm on a roll here. Well, then cap the point. I can only kill so many of them. But anyway, so something I want to talk to you guys about is I was reading an old blog post about. Just basically like Star Wars versus Star Trek discussions. You know, the most pointless argument on the internet, of which there are many. Uh, but something somebody pointed out that I wanted to mention, which was interesting because it was before the, the Force Awakens came out, was they said a point that's in Star Trek's favor is that a lot, of, almost the vast majority of Star Wars is very derivative of the first three movies. No kidding. <laughs> well, this has only become clearer as... This, as the um, Disney era of Star Wars has gone on, okay. So my, but I guess, do you guys agree with that? Basically, is what I'm asking. That, that the Force uh, Awakens is really Star derivative. Trek look a lot better. Well, the thing about I mean, and Star no. Trek's, and I mean, I like both. I'm not gonna like be defensive about either one. But Star and Star Wars, Star Trek's not derivative. It's like Star Trek. It's like the same show. Star Trek, the format lends itself to expansion more easily i mean i guess star wars also does too if they weren't like dumb about it because <laughs> which they were but like it's easy to be like oh a new shoot new new crew new uniforms boom done yeah as opposed to star wars where it's like well should they be related to han solo 
Yeah, at least with Star Trek, you have new villains. It's not just a, a, the same character with a new coat of, coat of paint. Clone Wars, it's a new villain. In the prequels? In the, the prequels? prequels, yeah. Isn't it yeah, still I mean, Palpatine? No, well, sure, but it's, yeah. it's mostly the Trade Federation. Oh, but it's trade but Federation. puppeteered by Palpatine. I agree. Right. No, I agree, I agree. I it's, like, it's still the Sith. Count Dooku is still just like a Sith Lord old man guy. But you fight it's robots like instead of stormtroopers. <laughs> I don't. I, I, they're different, but I think they're both pretty much the same thing over and over again. I don't think one can really point to the other and say, "Okay, I'm original and you're a copy." Right. That's all right, my yeah, that, That's all I wanted to mention. Okay. Did anyone else? And I feel like the only people on this call who would have actually done this is Rob or Jay. Watch Bo Burnham's special. Uh, Bo Burnham's special? special. The new one. Inside. I heard it was good. Yeah, it's like, it's it's not funny. I mean, sometimes it's funny. But mostly it's like performance art. And it is good, but like, go into it not thinking it's going to be funny. I, I Alana, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised it's not funny. Oh. Hey, that's hey. mean. It that's... like parts of it are funny, but it's not like his other specials, which are hilarious, <laughs> in my opinion. A lot of the time, okay, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna be honest with you. The time we saw him live was awesome. Yes, no, it wasn't. To me, as like an outsider, he seemed like a navel gazing like egomaniac. No, he's the best. Okay. The special we saw was great. You're, you're <laughs> okay. wrong. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> Now, that was nice of you to go see something with your sister that you didn't want to see. Well, I, it's not that I didn't it? want to see it. I went into it with a no, I was like, a comedy special. Okay, I'll go see that. It's not like I didn't want to see it. For context, I was like, we, yeah, I don't we know. basically saw his what special. The, the, it's one of the ones on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, is the new one on Netflix too? Yeah. Okay. Does he comment about coronavirus not not really um i mean yeah he talks about like you know being stuck inside but he doesn't really talk about covid specifically there is a lot of talking about like wokeness cancel being problematic some stuff about Uh like capitalism it's not too (laughs) heavy-handed white sounds really entertaining (laughs) we liked it but it's it's heavy you watch it with the family in Syracuse? We watched it. Hannah and uh, Andrew are also really big fans, so we watched it together. Okay. Uh, all right, so we have a few minutes before ZJ gets on. Matt, you got some questions for us to I discuss? I sure do. I sure do. I have three. Uh, the first one is, what is your biggest fear or phobia? What? That's too personal. Is it? Uh, you don't think so? Snakes. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> see, well, not I wasn't. Li- I wasn't listening. What? I said, said snakes. Snakes. snakes, like Indiana Jones. I hate snakes. I do hate okay. snakes. Okay, okay, that's fair. They give me the heebie-jeebies. I mean, like everyone knows, mine is spiders or not being able to see, which is something I have dreams about sometimes. Not be able to see. Yeah. Okay. Like Kyle like, Rayner? Like, you try to see, but you can't do it. Like Bird Box? Yeah. Okay. And the implication that if you can't see, then you can't see the spiders coming. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> but one leads to the other. I mean, that's true. Matt, you're making it worse. Have you seen, <laughs> have you seen the videos of the mouse infestation in Australia? I've seen articles about it. Oh, uh, what? Some of the videos are just, ooh, that's rough. <laughs> That's real. Don't they, why don't they stick the snakes on them? It's a lot of mice. I don't know if I want that many snakes in that zone. It, the mice cover like whole farms. Oh my I god! I can't imagine all the snake. Oh god, that's crazy. Oh. Well, it's Australia, so I'm sure they're used to it. No, it's getting worse. <laughs> oh, snakes! Oh. They deserve it. What? Yep, Who? you heard me. Who deserves it? <laughs> Australia. Yeah. What They're mean they to do? us. They're mean to us. Oh my god. What? That's an interesting <laughs> This is why we thing. deserve their hate. Matt, how can you say that about 
um, Hunter, not Hunter. How can you say that about the characters? Crocodile Hunter. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no, no. Oh, I'll help me out. Yeah. Kano. 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 I can say about Kano and Taylor and what's her name? Taylor and Haley. And Haley, yeah. And Hercules Hansen and Chuck Hansen, all our favorite (laughs) Australians. Striker Eureka. Striker Berserker. They're very nice people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate Kano. He killed the snake lizard. There was a funny line in Overwatch League where they were talking about they were talking about Boston Uprising and how uh, they had they're like a mixed team because they have Punk who's not Korean and everybody else is Korean. Yeah. And uh, and they were like, yeah, you know, it's a hard communication barrier because you know you have to you have the comms and you put them into and you put them into English and then you have to translate them into Australian and then you have to put them back into Korean. That's <laughs> <laughs> mm, a problem. Nice. Yeah. I, I appreciated that. Uh, okay, so that's... I, I don't know what my biggest fear is besides, like, death. What about your children? Something bad... Something... Yeah, something bad happening. Are you but, afraid like, of your children? Really Are you implying he's afraid of his children? <laughs> I don't you really should dwell on in the future. <laughs> I don't really dwell... I don't really think about that kind of thing, because, I don't know, I take care of them. So I'm not too worried about that. Um, I don't think... Yeah, I don't think I have any irrational fears. All your fears are rational? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to say I'm scared that I'm incapable of love. And I'm scared <laughs> that I'm going to grow old and be really decrepit and, like, just dro- just be drooling. So, so Those were, like, really serious either. ones. <laughs> hey, I'm a very serious person. I'd ask anybody. Uh-huh. Do, do you love Bobby? Wait, what is Bobby? Oh, afraid that you're going to fail Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so incapable of love is in loving or being loved? Both. Anyway, ZJ's here, everybody. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Wait, okay. All right. We could do the draft and then the que- the other questions, or we can maybe we can leave it at the one question, actually. ZJ, how much time do you have? Um, I, I have like 20 minutes. All right. So we better, get, draft, we better get drafting. All right, Matt, do you want to introduce the draft this time? Um, sure. So we are once again doing a famous one of our one of our famous Tuesday night gaming drafts. Uh, for those of you who attended the League of Historical Badasses draft, this is a similar one. Um, but instead of badasses, it's dumbasses. Uh, and uh, in which case, this the concept is the same, except you're trying to build a team of people who are really bad at the appointed roles, not people who are really good at the appointed roles. That's Once right. again, we have the roles of... Com- of com- this time, I think we did combatant, uh, leader, uh, what else? And tactician. tactician. I think that's yeah. it, right? That's right. Yep. And uh, if somebody wants to... Random- and the, the people drafting are me, Zach, and ZJ, with Jay as judge. And if somebody besides me could randomize the order, we can get started. All right, it's Zach, ZJ, Matt. All right, first place. Likely story. There was uh, one. All right, so I'm going to go first, and I'm going to draft my combatant first. I'm so happy I got to pick this person. I choose the Mahavira. What is that? The Mahavira lived from 640 BCE to 468 BCE. He was the propagator and reformer of Jainism, known for its nonviolent beliefs. So in other words... He's a very okay. good pacifist. Yeah. So he wasn't somebody who fought who was bad at fighting. That's he was right. Just, okay. Okay. Per- he was great. like, he was perfect. Like Relina yes. Peacecraft on your team. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Good pick, Zach. Thanks, buddy. I didn't, I didn't know if you had to have like people who were actually uh, fighters who were bad at fighting or just anybody. So that's I great. think it's open to interpretation. Perfect. That sounds good. <laughs> oh, Bastion. All right. My turn? Yes. All right. I will pick my close combatant first. I am going for a bit of a theme with mine. So maybe I'll elaborate on that later. My close combatant is Steven Seagal. Oh, I was going to take him. He was on my list. (laughs) Oh, really? Hang on. (laughs) DJ, are you aware that it's just combatant, not close combatant? Yes. Yes, just combatant. Come on. Haven't you seen half of his movies? (laughs) He he uses guns sometimes. Yeah. No, I know. Exactly. I just want to make sure that CJ didn't have a ranged combatant in mind as well. Um, yep. All right. Let me write that down. <laughs> yeah, I definitely had him. 
And he was who I had if it was like an act. You had to actually have a combatant. I, I'm glad I drafted him first time because I'm building my team around him. Yeah, I definitely, <laughs> I absolutely 100% would have taken him if it had been you know, like you needed combatants. So nice, nice one. Okay, so I'm next. I have two pecs. I uh, I will also take. Oh God, I will also take my close close combat or my com- combatant, who I will. I'm definitely happy that it's uh, uh, people who are not professional fighters because I will take Helen Keller. Uh, oh, come on. What? What? You should be happy I drafted a woman. So lame. <laughs> yeah, Alana, if you're not participating, I don't think you get to be a peanut I'm gallery. I thought we specifically <laughs> said we weren't supposed to do people who are just really, really bad at these things, but who but are that, known. So. Exactly. Drafted the, drain, the Jainism guy. No, well, I thought we different. were the, the people who were bad at it was the whole point of the draft. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's bad at fighting because he's anti-war. You're yeah. just picking on someone who's disabled. I'm not picking on her. I'm just saying she's she has many other great skills, like a great writer, great speech, speech of fire, but I don't think she would be very good in combat. Would you rather me take Stephen Hawking? Oh my god. Did, did we have the yeah. well, So the other the other part was the fact that someone asked, you do realize Steven Seagal is not like it, it, we're not talking just about close combat. So the co- for that question to be valid, you have to understand that they have to be combatant, abil- have the abilities to be a combatant in those capacities. I don't think that was ever specified. Well, yeah, considering well, sure that we opened specifically with that being asked specified. Steven Seagal. Because neither, neither of those people are actually um, like professional fighters. Uh, Steven Seagal is a They're sheriff. Not <laughs> Thank you very much. I, I think Steven is. Yeah. No, Steven Seagal, yeah. absolutely. But the Jainism guy. No, I thought the point fine. was we were supposed to pick people who were like filling a role that they did in real life but were bad at. Uh, yeah, that's what I, I, I thought. Disagree. Yeah. Okay. Oh jeez, what's what is in a draft without arguing about the rules? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a modern tradition. I mean, I don't <laughs> mind. I don't mind pivoting. I just, but then just to pivot too. Just to jog Jay's memory, I believe the um the prompt was we're trying to get these guys to um assassinate. Fidel Castro, but fail to do so. Right, and I understand that, but I don't see in any capacity. I well, can see someone hiring. That should Steven probably Seagal. bear on your end yeah, ruling. I could see someone hiring Steven Seagal, even the pacifist. <laughs> what was the pacifist like role? Ma- Maharavira, His, yeah. as combatant. Yeah, the best assassin is the one you never suspect. All right, you know what? I'll let it go. Thank you. All right. <laughs> okay. And then for my... Okay, I'll take my leader. Actually, no, I'll take my tactician because I'm really excited about this one. I I will take perhaps a controversial pick. I don't know. We'll see. I will take for my le- for my tactician, I will take George Washington. Mm. I understand why. Not a very good tactician for his other great, you know, his other good things going for him. The Revolutionary Army lost pretty much every battle he led them in. They really needed other people like Alana's boy Lafayette to really get things going. Yeah, so I will take Georgie. Also, that that uh, Polish guy. Georgie and his boy Thomas Kroskowski. Yeah, he was like a supply officer, but yeah. I thought they had a Polish guy coming and train the Continental Army. Oh, you might be right. What about uh, Ethan Allen? Yeah, anybody, mm. any, anybody other than George. <laughs> yeah, but oh, not right. George Washington. But not Benedict Arnold. No, Benedict Arnold was a great. He was a great t- t- tactician. Oh, right. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> we, we, what side. was DJ's first pick again? Steven Seagal. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, is it my turn for my second pick? It yes. is. All right. Then I will pick my leader diplomat. You've all heard of Winston Churchill, but have you heard of Randolph Churchill? Winston Churchill's son, who fancied himself as obviously going to be the um, Mm -hmm. Prime Minister of Britain at some point, but uh, was disliked by everyone who knew him. And Winston Churchill's secretary once said, I thought Randolph one of the most objectionable people I have ever met. Noisy, (laughs) self-assertive, whining, and frankly unpleasant. He did not strike me as intelligent. Nice. So so specifically, he's someone who fancied himself very intelligent and a good leader, but 
uh, wow. was acknowledged to not be. He also ran for parliament twice and lost both times. What was his first name? Randolph. 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 Like, like Randolph? Randy. Randolph. Oh, Randolph. Oh, Randolph. 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 Like Randolph right. the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Have you, have you, had you looked him up before that? Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Like you knew about him before? Uh, I was reading about him earlier this week and thought he made a per- make a perfect pick. All right. Nice. Great. It's definitely a perfect pick. Okay. So I will go next. I think I, there are a lot of good options for tacticians. So I'm also going to do my leader face first. And I am going to pick Marie Antoinette. Let them Ooh. eat cake. <sighs> yeah. That's not, she didn't actually say that. I know Alana, but the fact that people thought that she did proves why like, she's Alana, perfect your for the position. Where's Randolph? How come you're not defending Randolph? <laughs> I don't know anything about Randolph. He sounds like he's sucks. Wait, who was it? I'm sorry. I'm Marie Antoinette. Marie, Marie Antoinette, who was telling them that they should eat bread that had butter in it. It was like a French bread. And also, she was Austrian, and she didn't know any of the French people, and she got married to a guy much older than her, and she just wanted to just live her life, man. She didn't want to get involved. <laughs> Kill mange de brioche. Oh, well, the point is, so so pro Marie Antoinette. <laughs> I listened to a podcast about it, and I was like, man, she got a raw deal. She never saw her mother again after she dropped her off to get married. Or her sister. You mean after she got married, got dropped off to become queen? Yeah. Poor Marie Antoinette. <laughs> it wasn't that great. Okay, the point is, she was not a great leader and got killed by the people because of it. She's perfect for the position here. No, it was. Mm. She wasn't a leader. <laughs> she wasn't supposed to be a leader. Exactly. <laughs> because she's terrible at it. <laughs> this is like that one red versus blue conversation. You can't be a leader because you're ineligible. <laughs> okay, ZJ, back to I you. I would be a great ambidastor. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait. I thought it was your turn again, Zach. I thought we were snake. Yeah. Oh, yeah, snake. you're right. I forgot. Okay, snake so from Drain. Okay, finally, for my text edition, I will choose. Herbert Sobel of Easy Company, 101st Airborne Division. Is that David Trimmer's character? From Band of Brothers, yes. He was so he big for the act- tactics that his own people... What's up? Is he a real person? Yes. Yeah. He's not a... <laughs> I don't think he was really portrayed that way. I don't think he was as bad as he was in the show. IRL. But well, the mutiny did happen. Herbert Sobel okay. from Band of Brothers. Whew. Guys are Played by Ross from Friends. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I didn't talk about that on the Friends reunion. I wish. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, my turn for tactician. Yeah, yes. it is. All right. I will be very basic here and pick George McClellan. Oh, he's on my list. AKA Young Napoleon. Oh, um, yeah. he's from he the was, Civil War, right? Yep, from the Civil War. Um, he uh, famously. Um, trained the Union Army to be incredibly strong and then failed to actually use it in combat. He was once um, held back by a force a tenth the size of his force because he estimated it to be larger than his and he wasn't able to attack. Um, he once sat at the, a river crossing debating how deep the river was until uh, George Armstrong Custer rode into the middle of it and said, it's this deep, General. <laughs> But he thought himself a fantastic general and that Lincoln was lucky to have him. Well, self-confidence like is important. Yes, self-confidence is important, and every single person on my list has it in spades. These people are convinced that their plan is going to go off without a hitch, and there is nothing that can stop them because they are the smartest people in the world. Anyway, that's, Steven Seagal. I'm going all in on that as my, these people will drastically overestimate their own abilities, such as they are. There you go. Great pick, ZJ. All right, Maddie, Matt, you get two. Okay, so again, I, I again I must consult the rules. I only have one pick left, so I'll just do my last one. Yeah, uh, again, I need to consult the rules. The person has to be dead, correct? Yeah, um, skull's not dead. I did not. I did not say that. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah, if you want someone who's live, I won't stand in your way. Steven okay, Seagal's then I will alive. take. I will take Donald Trump. As my uh, <laughs> uh. I think he's objectively not a good leader. Of men, okay, uh, and uh, yeah, and uh, even if you like his policies, you have to admit he's not very well spoken and all that good stuff. So, so right. then my my team is Donald Trump is my leader, George Washington is my tactician, and Helen Keller is my combatant. 
Okay. Good recap. ZJ, do you want to recap yours? Sure. Leader diplomat is Randolph Churchill. Tactician is George McClellan. And close com or combatant is Steven Seagal. And mine is, my leader is Marie Antoinette. My tactician is Herbert Sobel. And my combatant is the Mahavira. Hmm. I should take him like a Quaker. Quaker guy. Or an Amish DJ, guy. They don't DJ, fight either, right? Yeah. The Quinters. Your, your description of Randolph Churchill reminded me of what they say about Prince Charles. Mm. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see that. I suspect it's something inherent to the aristocracy. Yeah. <laughs> so while Jay is thinking, do you guys want to say your uh, backup picks? Oh, they're going for the point. Uh, sure. I didn't have a lot of backups. My other, <laughs> yeah, my. <laughs> My other backup tactician, since I had Jay gave me one because I was complaining to him the other week. Again, the, the other week I had no, I I didn't have a lot of ideas, so he gifted me Jake Paul as a combatant. <laughs> <laughs> I also had it. I also had Steven Seagal, who was definitely going to be my top pick, and then I also had Stephen Hawking, as I said. Uh, for leader, I had Nero, the Roman, the infamous Roman emperor. Yep, um, I had him too. Yep, and uh, and Herbert Hoover. <laughs> Widely considered <laughs> one of the worst presidents, and who along exacerbated the Great Depression and all that good stuff. So, mm. interesting. And then, oh, then for my tacticians, I had a, uh, Hitler. <laughs> I had mm. Bernard Montgomery because again, it, Hitler was like thought he was like a, t a like a tactical genius, but he's but he was not. Right. And he overruled his generals and was part of the reason, big part of the reason Germany lost the war. I had Bernard Montgomery uh, for the other side, and then mm. I had uh, George Custer. So I was doing a little bit of reading about George Custer, and I think, sort of like Marie Antoinette, he was unfairly maligned by history. Mm. So, like, he, he wasn't as stupid as it, made him, as it all made him sound. He was even stupider. <laughs> uh, I also realized much too late that I should not have picked Herbert Sobel for Jay to judge, because I don't think Jay's seen Band of Brothers, at least not what? recently. What? Right, well, it's it's, not. Not, it's oh, time for this to become the Band of Brothers <laughs> podcast. So the only... <laughs> Um, extra pick I had that I wanted to highlight is uh, Marshal of Italy Luigi Cadorna, who um, had a uh, because of the multiple and consecutive failed attacks led by him, the large amount of casualties incurred amongst his own men, and his personal reputation as disproportionately bitter and ruthless. Cadorna is often considered one of the conflict's worst military generals, and that's impressive for World War One. Um, Are you reading Wikipedia? Yes, I hadn't okay. heard of him before, so that's part of why he wasn't my first pick. Okay. Nice hook, dude. Thanks, buddy. Okay, so other ones I had for a leader, I had MacArthur. Because he may have been a good tactician, but he would not have been good as a leader. Uh, Neville Chamberlain, though I, I think he might have been unfairly maligned by history, too. And King George III. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for tacticians, I had Nicholas II of Russia, because I think he also was kind of similar to some of these other people where he overrode his generals. And then for close combatant, I had left over. I had Stephen Hawking. I had Paris from the Trojan War and uh, Lou Gehrig. Speaking of making uh, fun of the disabled. Okay, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Jeez. And then for range combat, I had Alexander Hamilton. That was if Alana was the judge. Wow. Oh. Uh, Alexander he, he Hamilton. He missed on purpose. <laughs> Wait, what did you say, Alana? I said he missed. He missed on purpose. purpose. <laughs> sure, he did. Unfairly <laughs> aligned by his maligned by history. Alexander Hamilton. Also, yeah, a lot of a lot of sausage fest, you guys. Jeez. I picked Helen yeah. Keller. I picked Sorry. Marie Antoinette, and I, you give us a hard time about both of them, Alana. We can't win true. with Alana. I think that's. I think win. it's time to stop trying to improve. Make need her <laughs> approval. It's just like my parents. I won with Alana last time. Wow. <laughs> yeah. She's I literally really want to see the best, CJ. Yeah, so I am going to absolutely give it to 100% to CJ. Yay! Yay. <laughs> well deserved. Well deserved. It was a very clearly defined winner right there. <laughs> one, all of his choices probably could have been picked. Like, I could see people picking. Mm. I, I put a lot of thought into trying to get them to be the most pompous bivolating group of people that you could mm -hmm. possibly get in a room together. Yeah, once That's I heard uh, Randolph Churchill, I was like, that one's going to be tough to overcome. Awesome. Thanks, well Jay. Learned. You're well welcome. Learned. No, I say thank you for those wonderful picks. Thank you for <laughs> making my job easy. And for teaching, for, you know, and for teaching us a little bit. This is an, an educational podcast. We learned things today. Edutainment.
And not exactly. just about pop, stupid pop culture stuff like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, Mr. Oh, Hawk. Uh, and Alana, this is going to sound pandering. Um, I couldn't find any women who were bad enough to make my list. <laughs> oh, that's one way to put it. Are you ba- man enough? Are you bad enough? <laughs> I'm sure if I put in more effort, I would have been able to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. That was the it's only thing hanging against ZJ is it was a bunch of white men. Yep. <laughs> The, All this right. last 200 years, too, right? 250? I can't huh? count. Yeah, within the last 200 years, so pretty boring chronologically, too. Yeah. And geographically. You guys are really boring. Sorry. Who was? Okay. The, yeah. the, um, wait. Oh, uh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, ZJ, I have two more questions. If you want Uh-oh. to stay in on it, but if you want to drop, that's fine, too. Uh, I can probably stay for a little bit. What's the question? Well, the one we are currently we are had earlier was, what's your biggest fear slash phobia? And Alana and Jay did irrational ones, and Zach and I did rational ones, so you can pick which one you want to do. Ooh, um, biggest fear phobia. Um, tough to say now, but I guess I'll highlight the fact that um, in high school, I was really worried about spontaneous combustion. Really? I, I, Spontaneous yeah. human combustion. I think okay, that the, the History Channel really, really played it up. <laughs> that's, a very, that's, of course, a very rational fear. I don't think it is, because time. It, it kind of seems like, in hindsight, um, all, all the uh, people who spontaneously combusted were seriously overweight and also smokers. I was kind of joking. Oh, kinda yeah. Joking. <laughs> My favorite murder did a thing about spontaneous combustion. I think a lot of people were just were lit on fire while standing near a stove or a fireplace or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Good pick, CJ. Again, all good picks today. Okay, so next one is, what is your favorite thing to collect? Oh, gosh. Uh, I guess... AKA, how are you a hoarder? Ooh. Well, Matt will have an easy answer to this question. I do. I, I collect I autographs of, of oh, yeah. franchises that I like. Um, not sci-fi franchise. TV shows and movies that I like. Mm-hmm. Dang it. Uh, I guess I collect Heroclix a little bit, but that's probably the closest thing I could say. Maybe that in board games. Yeah, board games sounds about right. Yeah. But collect, impl- I feel like it implies you want like all of something in like a set, which is like, I mean, I guess that's true for board games. I don't know if that's like necessarily all of the Catan sets. Well, no, that's I think how I'm interpreting like it. Board games, you do want all the board games. You just keep collecting board games. You collect, I, you collect stuff. You don't need to get... It doesn't mean you necessarily need to get every single one. You just acquire more of this. Yes, you'll enjoy yeah. owning Acquiring these things. Yeah. something of that type. Yeah, I really don't collect anything. That would be the closest I could get to it. I have like things I used to collect and then I stopped because I have all of them. For example, the Morrison run of the JLA. Like I have all of them. So now I'm done. Also the Kyle trades. I have them. Okay. And then the Reed posters for the DC used to release. I don't have all of them, but I did used to collect them. And I don't want more. I'm done. <laughs> all right. Those are good choices, Alana. Yeah. That's interesting. Now we see we learned stuff. That was interesting. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not taking... No, no more Horizon. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it. Okay, Jay, do you have... Hey, Jay. Do you have one you want to share? Let's see. In college, I collected posters. Mainly because I got them for free when I worked at the movie theater. Because as soon as we took them down, I would just take them home. That's cool. Which movie theater did you work at? I worked at... Movies 10 in Rochester, New York. I think I've been there. That's, That's the familiar. cheap dollar fifty theater? Yeah, yeah. Right across from J.D.'s Diner. J.D.'s Diner. I think uh, one of my friends loved that place. It's so good. J.D.'s Diner, yeah. It's so good. Their, their omelets were amazing. Their cheese fries were hilarious because it was just fries with a slap of uh, American cheese on top. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. That's it hilarious. was so good. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's, the, 
That's the League of Historical Dumbasses of uh, cheese fries. <laughs> it was so good. Um, and then, like, their clam chowder was basically a can of Campbell's soup dumped into a bowl. <laughs> but it was so good. <laughs> yeah, Campbell's soup is good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Collecting-wise, uh, I used to collect Frisbees in college, too. Uh, yeah, I used to have a, yeah, I used to be a frisbee collector, and, um, I don't know anymore. You just collect scalps. Skel like or hearts. skins in Overwatch. Oh, yeah, Washington probably. Justice Broken jerseys. hearts. <clears throat> Washington Justice jerseys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cool. Okay, Matt, what's your last question? We gotta move this along here. Oh, wait. Okay, my last question is if you wait, won the oh, lottery. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize you had an answer. Oh, it's okay. I was waiting for everyone else to go since I went first, with, or yeah. first before. Um, I'd probably have to say model kits. I collect my um, Gundam Wing model kits, which um, I try to buy all of them. Nice. But, you did um, in high school, and, and you still do. Yeah, you, but. You used, but to, you used to collect Gundam models in high school. You still do, but you used exactly. to. Exactly. So. Um, yeah, exactly. But um, still, compared to like what we had growing up, it's not that many. But it is still... Uh, fortunately, they yeah. haven't made that many of them, so it's not too unreasonable at the moment. There you go. Okay, so the next one, the last, last question for today is, if you won the lottery tomorrow, what impractical thing would you spend your winnings on first? Uh, so TI. <laughs> I was thinking that too, Jay. <laughs> what did you say? The Is new that graphics computer? card that NVIDIA released just oh. announced today. That's fine. So the abs is already out of date, is what you're saying? The abs uh, is already out of date. Really? You can't do that. Mine's kind of out of date as of today. Yeah. But like, it's still Nimbus 2000 to the new Nimbus 2001. Mm, <laughs> but it's not a fireball? No, they haven't gotten the kind of upgrade yet. Mm, okay. Bastion, punks, behind you, dude. Okay. Wait, how uh, lottery? Uh, an impractical thing for me would be a VR headset, probably like the super nice one. By Ooh, Valve. Yeah, the super oh. nice. The... I was thinking like a condo. Oh, but that's practical. But yeah, like a I... like a really small, expensive one in DC. And <laughs> <laughs> just rent it out. <laughs> or yeah. like live in it. Yeah, well, I mean it's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought it's about stuff like cars and condos, but I count those as practical as well as enjoyable. I don't know. I feel like there are certain things you could buy in DC in terms of housing that aren't technically practical because they're just so overpriced. Zach, well, hold on uh, to your uh, alt. Okay. The main thing I was thinking about was like stuff for my house, but I guess that's kind of practical too. Like my house yeah. needs a lot of work. Not a lot of work, but it needs like renovations. But I guess yeah. that's practical. My yeah. second thing would be. I can think of my second thing. Uh, a rally car. <laughs> like, like, like a NASCAR car? A professional car? rally car. Like in the Fast and the Furious? So this is like, remember that really fast car that Dad had? The tiny Mazda one? Um, Not really. I think it was Mazda. It, it, it only like fit two people, but Woody and I had to share it along with my trombone. <laughs> Vaguely. They're the yeah. third man. Wait, your yeah. dad had like two kids and had a car that only sat two people. Well, it was it's it sat people in the back, but you had to pull the seats for it. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. Like yeah, squish on the the Miata. See, something impractical. Like something like that. But yeah, it was I... um Jay. It had a specifically had a supercharged turbo super a turbocharged engine and was like one of two hundred exported from uh, Europe to the U.S. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait, I do kind of remember this car because it didn't have like back. Oh, like doors. It only had two doors. Yeah, yeah it only had two doors. Um, and it was it was designed for like rally racing. So, yep. oh, yep. Wants, I remember wants, those. I'm, wants, I am all in awe that your dad had one. He once yes, drifted is, down the street into my driveway. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> but I'd probably go like the 800 horsepower, crazy world rally cars. Yeah, that would be impractical and also cool. That's stupidly fun. Same with the 3080 Ti. Yeah. 
What would I get that's impractical? I guess what I would, I think for my impractical thing, I would probably complete. So I, like I said, was saying earlier, I complete, I collect Star Wars autograph. Uh, so we used to play the DC, the Decipher uh, Star Wars customizable card game. Yeah. And, uh, and I've used up my collection to get autographs on all the characters. And I have everybody, I have pretty much everybody I want to get from Star Wars except the, except for, uh, you know, Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, and Carrie Fisher. I don't have any of them. All of them cost hundreds of dollars to get, and I can't justify spending that much money on a piece of, on a piece of paper. Uh, mm-hmm. And also, so I would, if I won the lottery, it would be nice to complete my collection to get those. And also, uh, some people have Alec Guinness on, on one of those cards, so that would oh. be pretty cool, too. That's a limited yeah. overlap. Yeah. I would just forge that one. <laughs> nah. How hard can his signature be to do? Yeah. He's got a nice one. Oh. Alec Guinness? Oh. Yeah, he does. He has a really can you nice draw one. a little Guinness glass? I can practice. No. I wish. Well, if All you right. get one from me, Matt, look at it under a microscope. <laughs> don't, don't, get don't get it checked by anybody. Don't get checked by anybody. Yeah. Um, if, say, what? Let's be very careful with the description you use. I would, get, um, I would get one of those giant amethyst geodes that's like cracked in half. You know, the ones that like sit on your floor and are like three feet tall and are just have yeah. giant crystals in them. I don't yeah, you know what you're talking cool. about. I think you get so those awesome. at home goods. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I get a good one, like one that you can only buy oh. at like the Gem and Mineral Show in Tucson or something. Yeah. Oh, or How maybe a dinosaur skeleton. In your house. Uh, she'd be skeleton. totally down with it. The dinosaur skeleton or the amethyst thing? Uh, both. both. Oh, okay. Uh, with the sickness. <laughs> anyway, that's mine. Thanks, Zach. Alana, what did you say? I said like a like a tiny, expensive condo in DC. <laughs> okay. That's I just 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 a Bobby, not, but... It's not practical because they're small. Just get a Bobby condo. Okay. <laughs> Cat condo. Who's in for one more? I'm not. Sure. I should probably get going. Yeah. All right. Thank you all for listening. Catch us every week at twitch.tv slash mcslanty and group up with us next time. Bye. Bye. Awesome.